Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
time when I was barely eight up. Baby nine, that was the late 80s. Reagan time, put in the precious tape, rewind. Wait, let me take my time. The entire landscape of that blank page was mine. Created space to climb inside, escape the crazy times. Reshape the climate, break it down, that was my frame of mind. Thank the divine, great designing this as my sacred shrine. I made myself a place to shine. Wait, let me spray this rhyme. When I was 13, I met KRS. I'm a ball of stress, yet I digress. Let me know. Let the world know. 
what kind of music sustains you, I mean, keeps you going. If it's R&B, that's what's up. If it's hip-hop, you already know. I mean, your genre is your choice. I mean, it's free will in this life today. And uh, without further ado, if we got the feature in the building, hit that star eight on your phone. If you're in the building, I'm talking to 410 Hazy. If you're in the building, man, hit that star eight on your phone. Other than that, we're going to have a, still have an open mic portion to the show. And if uh, we got any, uh, you know, lyricists, a poet, spoken word artist in the building ready to recite, hit that star here on your phone to get it done on it early. I want to hear what you got to say here. You know, open mic is always welcome, all genres. And remember, that subject matter is what music sustains you. So stay on your toes, people. We're going to come back and we're going to get into more at DSR all damn day. Mic your hand to me, it's inherited, it 
run to the family. I don't survive the flow. I blow that. If that don't blow them up, I carry a full pack. Now I don't want to have to let off. You should have kept off. You didn't keep the stage warm. Step off. Step off. Ladies Step and off. gentlemen, you're about to see a pastime hobby about to be taken to the maximum. I can't relax. See, I'm hyper to hypercardiac because the rap be what? Hell of a antidote. Something you can't smoke more than dope. You try to move away, but you can't. You broke more than cracked up. You should have backed up. For those that act up, need to be more than backed up. Any entertainer, I got to talk to chamber one-on-one. And I'm the remainder. Remain so close your eyes and hold your breath. And I'm going to hit you with the blow of death. Before you go, you remember your scene. The fiend of a microphone. I'm the microphone I'm the mic- I'm the microphone team. The mic of the mic of the mic of the mic of the the mic of 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 the mic the mic of the mic of the mic of the mic of the mic the mic of the mic of the mic the Long hair though to kick back. 
You know, <laughs> it is what it is, man. But your genre of music is who you are, who you choose to be, you know I mean? And what you choose to listen to, it sustains you. So other than that, we're going to have an open mic portion. If you got something to say, hit star eight on your phone, raise your hand. I'm talking to poets, spoken word artists, lyricists, whatever you got. I want to hear what you got to say. Hit that star eight on your phone, people. Hit that star eight. It looks like they wait for me to spit it something. Uh, let me see something real quick here. We got some bashful people. Y'all act like y'all new to this. <laughs> y'all ain't new to this. Shit. Doing this for a while. <laughs> Let's see here. I'm going to give y'all this piece called Writing. Is it called an art? I keep writing, but no one can hear my words. You may read my books, but do you realize my meaning? I'm pouring my thoughts and soul on a page while visualizing an empty stage. Will I debut in this visual imagery or pass the mic or pen? Seeing countless empty canvases and lives are taken before that time. Murder will always be labeled a crime. One of the many reasons the ink will never evaporate but absorb and spill, filling blank space. Laugh for a minute. <laughs> feeling like I'm writing like I might catch a court case. Writing scriptures that bronze your mind, make you want to take a trip through outer space. Life is a race, giving a writer a rush to create. I want to write this piece, this script, lyric, rhyme flow, call it a rap or freestyle. Do me a favor and just let your mind go. Got me yelling, fuck you, to all those obstacles. My hand spasms, going through withdrawals, urging to write with a pencil or pen, urging to unlock that beast within. Everybody got story, no, it's not all pretend. The struggle is real, most can't defend. Letting the evil win. Instead of taking a life, your mind's eye says to pick up a pen. Even though you may or may not know every time you write, you create, you materialize, you manifest, bring it out, whatever it is from within. Showing the world when you write, you invent. Become the inventor with your pen. And that's always on. DSR, all damn day. That's how we do it here. All right. We're going to bring in the first caller. I'm looking at Texas. Who we got in the building? Oh, yeah. You already know who it is, Kane Spade. <laughs> hey, what's going on? We got the lyrical vigilante in the building, man. How you feeling? I'm feeling fine, man. I'm Good. All right, all right. Well, uh, before you get into it, man, you know, I got to ask that question. I mean, what kind of music sustains you? Sure. I'm semi-eclectic, bro. I'll go with a little jazz, a little hip-hop, a little R&B, a little love songs. And, you know what I'm saying? Just a little of everything. All right, man. That's what's up. I mean, to have those different genres, I mean, to switch the style up, you know, oh, yeah. that's oh, yeah. that's all the versatility, you know. 
diversity in all forms, you know what I'm saying? Just, just got to keep it real. Indeed. Indeed, man. And Mr. Battles, I mean, what are you hitting us with tonight here? <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, I got a, I got two new pieces that I've just written this week, so I'm going to hit you off with this uh, first one I got off of a BPC challenge. All right, I mean, hit us with that title and the mic is yours. Sure, I don't even need the title. Just need the mic. Because <laughs> that's what I'm addicted to. <laughs> All right. So they said that there's no cure for my affliction, but little did they know that I was on this mission of spreading my message as if I had no competition. She fuels me up harder than a 2K17 Bugatti engine. And so I told them the story here. You got to listen. Because it goes way back before Charlie Day, Kid Mittens. Understand that I loved her more than what she's already given. And all the passion I had beheld had more value than, than all of any money that we've been spending. See, for 14 years, I've been affected with this, with a love so big that I've gone through it unprotected. And my feelings for it, never once did I let it feel disrespected because I know the feelings of being rejected. Not for nothing but this path of ours. I don't want to be deflected. So that when you look at me, when you look at me your feelings won't be redirected. And left, left entirely to be uncollected. Just know that what I feel for you has never been misdirected. If only she could see the true beauty she beholds in my sight. The visionary of a pure goddess who has brought my many blessings to life. Can't help but I want to thank God for having her as my wife. Still a good woman who I sincerely want to come home to each and every night. Never once do I want to be alone when I have someone to bring my skills to new heights. She's more to me. She's more to me than my lyrical epiphany. Her presence gives me deep insights. With a bigger prospect of our relationship, other cells compare comparisons between the both of us alike. That said, I'm just addicted. Just as much as addict, just as much as into her, as I am addicted to the mic. And peace, DSR, all and all damn day manifesto entertainment in the house with starving poets. Whoa! <laughs> right, all right. Well, Mr. Uh, Lyrical Vigilante, I'll chop your name. I called you Battles earlier. Need to stay on cue here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that piece you did, man, uh, I'm starting to notice, I mean, you are you kind of moving up with your, uh, your writing ability, man. I mean, every time you come on, you bring, like, a different story, a different scenario to uh, 
what you present to the DSR stage in the microphone here tonight, man. I appreciate what you did there. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, also, I mean, I see you be hitting, uh, I don't know if you be performing, but you be uh, checking out the open mic uh, shows, huh? Yeah. No, I, I just did. I just did one recently, like the other, like the other night. Okay, okay. I mean, do you want to put that out there on the uh, your yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do a little, do a little, uh, do a little thing off with uh, with my uh, with my uh, poetic family from uh, Mother Neff Neff uh, Neff Williams, uh, my friend uh, Tiffany. Nicole Scales, aka the Working Tissue. Uh, I do some with her, and uh, yeah, I do a little something with the Manifesto Forum, which is uh, they got a little uh, they got a little show next next Friday. Unfortunately, I won't be able to perform perform there though. But uh, but uh, but I'll be back with them next month for the first uh, first Thursday uh, Podluck and Poetry session. And then I got my uh, then I got my uh, in session group on the first uh, first Sunday uh, next month, which be be the uh, which be the third. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much uh, pretty much at a lot of venues. Okay, okay. I see you handling your business, uh, Mister Michael <laughs> Vigilante. Man, keep doing your thing. Uh, if you got any links or any uh, business or events, uh, something you want to share, you know, post on that event page and whatnot. Man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, like, like I said, yeah, I'm doing a little potluck and poetry session next in in two in a week from Thursday. And my anybody that's out out there in Houston listening to to me right now, yeah, uh, we still looking for artists over here for. Uh, for host, for for the for the in session uh first Sunday of the month from from five to seven we 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 do it live and I'm Facebooking it live every time every time I'm I'm on my uh at my at some of my events. And then I'm on and I'm on uh I'm on SoundCloud look me up under uh, Lyrical Vigilante or just look me up under my uh under my other uh my other uh Facebook ID which would be Eric Eric Battles. And I'm I'm everywhere you just just gotta look me up. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Hey man. I appreciate you for being a strong DSR supporter. I see you sharing the flyers, you putting the word out, tagging people, man. We appreciate all what you do. No problem, man. All right, you don't stick around, man. It's gonna be more to come. Oh yeah, uh, shoot, I gotta, shoot, I gotta give y'all the give y'all the piece that I did did uh earlier this week. So, so yeah, I, I'm sticking around for that. That's what's up, man. Much respect, critical <laughs> vigilance. That's right. All right, people. You heard the one and only Lyrical Vigilante in the building, strong DSR supporter. We need more like him, you know? 
We're going to keep this DSR chain moving. Uh, We're going to take another break. We need to find that damn feature, man. Where is he at? You know? He might be performing somewhere. I don't know, man. This is a businessman. We trying to get up in there. Let's go. that I live, we live, who owns it, you, nah, nobody owns this shit, it's the big ass piece of rock with humans on it, do what the fuck I want to do, a lost human born into a dark society, with one mindset, there's no variety, moving vibrant, trying to be the best that I can be, I tried to see the light and living life, but it just blinded me, irony, now I'm thinking violently, because I feel my country waiting lying to me, it's bringing out a whole new fucking side to me, ride with me, if you feel my pain then you can cry with me, this fucking shady system is the rivalry, they the ones who raised us, turned us in the cage, let us tell what we're afraid of, they are why we ain't us, they the reason we constantly living for money and we just can't budge, Told on your dreams, so you gave up. And now the pain stuck. They ain't showing nothing but fake love. We just numbers put on the pay stuff. Our purpose shouldn't be to make bucks. We all slaves, and if we never make a change, then we straight fuck. Shit, the world is just tough to be in. 
don't you know fast food? Don't even know what the fuck I'm eating. America, I gave it my all. Still, you guys arrested me for being black and standing on the sidewalk. It doesn't matter if I'm breaking laws or being harmed. I'm automatically hated by cops because my dark skin. God was my smartest option. My soul is mine. Y'all ain't go bargain off it. Because if you do, that means the darkness profit. The sky is where I got my heart adopted. Man, if we all just took the time to think, I swear it won't be hard to stop this. But y'all assume that I'm just starting nothing. But I promise y'all, the fucking world is don't remember Marcus Hobson. The consequences for enlightenment. But if I have to hide the truth to live, then I'm a guy just like my idol did. Other than that, we got the open mic uh, part of the show. 
where you can uh, answer that question. You can perform your piece, spoken word, poetry. You're welcome to do so. Hit that star eight, people. I want to hear what you got to say. Open mic is in session as well. Other than that, we're going to keep it moving. Shout out to Lyrical Vigilante for doing his thing. Shout out to all DSR supporters. Shout out to Mr. Boston. We will be broadcasting next week on DSR Presents Full Purpose Pins. Uh, We're going to have a feature in the building. I'm not going to disclose that yet. Y'all find out. Pay attention to them flyers, the DSR promotions. Let me get y'all in the mood here. I'm going to give y'all this piece called Why Do I Need a Pen? I mean, you be thinking, why do you need a pen, huh? Writing just became a part of me. Lost in thought like an endless symphony. Thinking of the ink, a blank sheet of paper, a piece called Poetry, ink upgrades, caption life statuses of individuals from around the world, expressing their emotions, anger to pain, love to hate, fear to insanity, madness to loneliness, inspiration to be influential. The pen is a guide depending on who makes the choice to use it to absorb, to unleash what you're holding back or just ready to express to get it off your chest. The pen is the first step before you decide to record or blast a stage with a microphone using the ink to strengthen my mind state to see the path I'm meant to be on. Use the ink to capture a song's true meaning or using the ink to unlock depths of flow before you can call it rap or a hip-hop song. Thinking without the pen, I wouldn't know of the many artists who are talented, who are staying on the path that they believe in just because they picked up a pen. And that's always on DSR all damn day. I hope y'all enjoyed that piece right there. Why do I need a pen? And uh, remember, that subject matter of today is what music sustains you. So if you got an answer to that question, I want to hear it. If you got a piece to recite, I want to hear that. Hit that star eight on your phone, people, and we're going to do our thing here tonight. All right. Well, we got people coming in and out of here. I mean, what's going on here? We had a lot of callers just blinking in. I know y'all waiting for the feature. The feature's a businessman. I mean, he's a hard dude to hold off. I mean, to get a hold of. And uh, hopefully he'll be in here tonight. <laughs> you know, other than that, we're going to keep things moving. And uh, the show must go on. What can I say here, people? The show must go on, people. We're going to take a 
music break. When we come back, hopefully we're going to have some more people to express themselves. You're welcome to do so. Hit that star eight on your phone to raise your hand. Other than that, rock out. Bro, 
all eternal souls flashing. Broken deep, some beef is everlasting. Complete with this cause. Brothers hyping each other up and flipping yards. Drama, where did it start? You know the block was ill as a youngster. Every night it was like a cop would be killed. Body found in the dumpster. For real, a hustler. Purchased my brains, niggas throwing dirt on my name. Jealous casinos got their work to do plain. Shit just left me because they thought I was finished. Should've known she wasn't who she came to me when a man caught a sin. Silence of blinding. I never make the same mistakes. Moving with a change of pace, light a load. Like now the king is straight. Swelling my melon, cause none of these niggas real hurt equal. Telling police, how can the king this will? This is crazy. I'm on the right track. I'm finally found. You need some soul searching. The time is now. All I need is one mic, one mic, one mic. All I need is one mic, one mic. All I ever needed in this world. Fuck cash. All I need is one mic, one mic. Fuck the cars. All I need is one mic. Spread my voice to the whole world. Listen, 
Now, even more than ever, everyone, the human race, this world needs real music. It needs real poetry. This life as I live and breathe. Been on a roller coaster. Each turn feels like I'm learning. I will always need to think before I move. The government let the devil in. But even before that, it was already stained with sin. Propaganda dwelling within, letting you know that's a battle you can never win. Trying to alter our mindset with the bullshit, just ignore the puppet show. Trying to let go. My veins need to be drained, let all the negative be washed away with the rain. Need to maintain, try not to go insane. The world already crazy, don't let the verdict be passed out on you. I need a new influence, real music, real poetry. I wonder if somebody could do it. A question for now unanswered. You feel like unless you can do it yourself, retreat back to the 80s, into the 90s. How old school going to rule the new? The problem, no substance. The industry sees the green and says, listen to last, ha, 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 saying, fuck you. Warping the youth with the bullshit, a lot of them don't know what to do. Real niggas, that term need to be flushed down the drain, a liquid on the brain that we all need to wipe away. Just something it seems like I need to tell myself on certain days. And that's always on DSR all damn day. DJ Spade. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's something to think about here. I mean, all the music that exists out there, I mean, the new music that's coming out, I mean, it has no substances. they talking about nothing. I mean, you know, uh, you would think as soon as uh, after the uh, early 2000 hits when they was talking about, you know, bitches and hoes and they just kept on stacks of cash at the screen, you would think a lot of the the newer rappers would evolve after seeing that, but they just kept doing the same thing. Hey, it makes money. My check is fatter. You got, uh, who's that young thug at the damn airport uh, trying to rob a, uh, an attendant with $10,000, calling her a peasant because he felt like she talked down to him or she didn't give him a special seat on the damn airplane. Just because, you know, your status in the world, you know, you are, you're making money and all that, you considered a rich person, doesn't mean you better than everybody else. Called her a peasant. This guy must have lost his damn mind. And then he was saying... Uh, if I give you this $10,000, would would you quit your job? Would that change your life? Like he was, you know, altering her whole experience in life. I mean, these people are crazy. <laughs> yeah, just because you're rich. And, it, and a lot of times it don't have to do with color. I mean, if you're an asshole, you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how you going to be at an airport trying to bribe somebody just because they do what you want them to? They do, they doing their job, and you're a passenger. Pay for the regular price of the ticket and move on, little bastard. 
know, what's wrong with them? <laughs> Other than that, I mean, we be looking at the music industry. It's not just the music, it's the characters that put out the music. You know, that's what I'm talking about. You know, if your character asshole in our in your regular life, then what the hell kind of music are you putting out there for the people to listen to? You know? And these videos, I don't know if y'all catch the videos, man. The videos are crazy now. I mean, you see them butt-naked women, you know, not on the, uh, not on the regular uh, video stations like uh, BET and the... Uh, in the cable networks. I'm talking about uh, mostly on Facebook. You see butt-ass, naked women, and these videos, stripper poles, all that. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm thinking, that's a regular video? I'm like, are they going to air that shit on TV? <laughs> How they getting away with it? You know? You thinking like, how many parents caught their kids watching this video? And how many of them are going off trying to go on uh, uh, whatever network on Twitter, uh, YouTube, or or Facebook and complain to the artists or, or the entertainment company for putting that video out there? Just blowing it up. And they would probably just take that. Uh, those negative comments and just use it as uh, a raise in their own social media. That's another thing. You're making them more popular just by paying attention to it. And if you uh, if you hate something, don't click to like it. <laughs> That's why I notice a lot of people do. They don't like something and they hate it, but you, you click and like on the damn video, you're making that shit popular. Stop clicking like. <laughs> what the fuck? I ain't going to click like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Yeah, that cracks me up. Yeah, but uh, but remember, the subject matter of the show here tonight is uh, what music sustains you. I can talk about music all day, apparently. I'm kind of surprising myself here. <laughs> you know, uh, we talk about, like, different genres. Uh, I mean, because as I noticed as I was growing up, you know, I was into different kind of music. I mean, it was hip-hop, but it wasn't always hip-hop. It was a little R&B, you know, because uh, I think my mother, she didn't want me to listen to a bunch of rap. So she's trying to get me to listen to some R&B stuff, but it wasn't really taken. <laughs> I ain't really want to listen to all that singing, <laughs> you know. So I ended up uh, listening to Dougie Fresh. Of course, Tupac was in there, and uh, you know later it was Nas. Uh, much later it was uh, well, not much later, but later it was Eminem. And uh, <clears throat> you know, I never had no no diversity. I mean, no problem with diversity. And listening to music, I mean, the color issue wasn't a thing. It was about what kind of artist you were. You know, what kind of artist you are. You know, if you have the talent and the art to put out what you're about or what you listen to, and it 
It sounds like it's real. It's professional. It's it's not bullshit, and I like it. Now I'm gonna be listening to it. That's what it is. But right now, we're gonna go back to the call list. We got Mama O in the building. What's on your mom, Mama O? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mama O the baby in the building. What's up, my son, King King Spade? I was just cooling out. I'm talking about, you know, the music in the world, talking about life. Mama O, you already know that subject matter tonight is what music sustains you. Right. So what I'm going to do is can I uh, play a track of one of the oldest rappers with a serious message that inspired me. How about that? Mike is yours. And then I'm going to give you his name. Um, his name is Muta Baruka. And Muta say, he's been saying this for a long time, it's no good to stay in a white man's country too long. I'm going to give you his name. It's no good to see in a white man country too long. It's no good to see in a white man country too long. In the fifties, my mother sister run go England. Now them gone American, them turn American. It's no good to see in a white man country too long. It's no good to see in a white man country too long. So you left Clarendon and go to Brixton and you check the thing pool in a Liverpool. But you know, poet didn't know that thing could get a blow. It's no good to see in a white man country too long. It's no good to see in a white man country too long. And I listen to the news, I get confused, a black man died, the black man is no good, the fear in a white man country too long. It's no good to fear in a white man country too long. If you're white, it's all right. If you're brown, it's all right. If you're black, it's fast. Are you better? And that is no good to see in a white man country too long. It's no good to see in a white man country too long. No, the fire have a fun. The blood have a run. A time big pen really tumbled up. And Peter said, they have a fun and challenge. But me said, you should have gone down the palace. It's no good to see in a white man country too long. It's no good to see in a white man country too long. Here, why? When you're there, you say, hey, sir. When you go there, you say, I'm a deep 
place. It's so good. Grasshopper, I know her. It's so good. See her in a white man country too long. When you say, just say, hey, stop. When you go there, just say, hey, mate, you get laid. It's so good. See her in a white man country too long. No, them shoot Regan, them shoot the boat, them shoot after the queen, and you take it to the door. It's no good, here in a white man, but it's too long. It's no good, here in a white man, but it's too long. It's no good, here in a white man, but it's too long. Blacks in England, what is your plan? Blacks in England, take the time. You need them now, take them crime. Blacks in England, find your land. That is no good. Here in a white man, but I say to that, and um, like I said, it's no good to stand in black man's white man's country too long. Black people need to been going home long time. We've been here too long, and every time we think we got an accomplishment, something else come up. So um, that was Mukta Baruka. You can find him online. He's still making um, making um, rhymes and doing his poetry. He's a poet from Jamaica. And um, that's Mr. Baruka. And I'm going to give you a poem uh, on uh, the host to chime in and tell me how he felt about that. Well, Mama O, I'm going to say this. I mean, you caught me off guard like like you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, And the guy's name, uh, wait, how you pronounce his name again? Muta Baruka. Muta Baruka. Yeah. Yeah. Muta Baruka. Muta Baruka. I mean, he was was going in. I mean, yeah, he was definitely giving us tips why you shouldn't stay in the white man's land for too long. I can understand. I mean, look at all what's happening. You know, especially... Uh, yeah, we're going backwards. Yeah, we're thinking back. we need some guns. Here come the Ku Klux Klan again. Now that they got Trump in office, thinking, you know, things going to go make America great again, means make America, make black people slaves again, make black people hang from nooses again. You know, we've been here too long. You know, I, my my position is I think we need to be trying to find someplace else to go. And uh, since a lot of us don't know exactly what part we came from, there's a lot of brothers and sisters waiting for us to come across that water that uh, want us to be come back home, and they're making a place for us to come back home. So, I mean, I'm going to be one of the ones probably end up staying here fighting the battle, but uh, some of you young people, you know, um, they put a, you know, they, they put a, a stop on your Social Security check when you get a certain age, 
because they kind of use all that money up right now. So all the stuff you're working for, you might not even be able to get, you know, um, just got to try to make a life for yourself and, and try to, you know, get out of the white man's country. That's how I feel. I'll find some people out of here. There it is. Hey, mama. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of the younger generation, even, you know, those are the same age as myself and including myself. I mean, we need to uh, learn from, uh, you know, what's going on over there in Africa. And, uh, you know, the stuff over here just deters us. You know, we uh, we be stuck in well, we feel like we're stuck in that one situation where we can basically walk away from it if we think about the choices we have. You know? Okay. That's so true. And then as soon as we think we got a choice, we come to find out we don't have no choice. Because here comes the, um, the, 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 what you call the, um, the right wing, uh, what you call a super, I don't know what they call themselves, superior, whatever they call themselves, white superior, something like that. They call themselves better than everybody. They don't want to. And then, yeah, then they want to say they want to take their land, but it's not even their land. They don't want to need to go home. They they came from England and and all these other different places. And then they put put the the natives on a camp, and they even mentioned in them, this is not their country. But since they took over the country, we tried to, and we tried to do everything we could to, to make it a melting pot where everybody could enjoy, you know, being together, and uh, but separate. We don't have to live in the same neighborhood. We don't have to, you know, but we can work in the same places, and we can go home to our neighborhood. The Chinese got their own neighborhood. The Italians got their neighborhood. The Koreans got their neighborhood, and African Americans have their neighborhood. And then when we come together, we come together in peace and you know, enjoy each other's culture. But no, they so scared that we're going to actually try to take over and make every, the world brown. I mean, if that was going to happen, it would already happen. The world is two uh, billion years old. So if it was going to happen, that would have already had happened. Okay? So uh, it doesn't make any sense what they're, what they're doing or what they're trying to do. But, um, you know, we survived this long through worse, and uh, we shall survive through much more. So I'm going to read a piece and then I'm going to let somebody else get on. And this is called, uh, this is a piece I read, I wrote for um, uh, the official Black Poetry Cafe on word, uh, well, it was what is your addiction? And uh, my addiction is word. And the name of this piece is called Big Bad Word Addiction. Go like this. It don't take much to know that poetry and prose is what keeps me on my toes. See, my words are surely burly because I wake up early to rebuke and refute, to make it plain about the lies they claim, the nerve judging us by saying of what we are deserving. When their own interests they are serving, Won't catch me napping. I will be slapping big, harsh words in the face of the disgraceful. Contesting without resting. No time to be playful. I get up early in the morning while they're sleeping. I am peeping out the plan. Before I write, 
I scribe, before I take a bite, I post, before I sip coffee, before I eat toast, I boast. See, I flex, I flex on this mess. Big, harsh words are my addiction. I'm smarter than these government fools because I pay attention. And unapologetically, I speak it my way, saying what I mean and meaning what I say. As a grandmother and a mother and a poet, I seek and find. I also express what is on my mind. I get a sudden urge, an electric surge, keeping me connected and protected. Of course, I'm plugged in to the ultimate source. See, I wake up early, my words are burly, and they will surely rebuke and rebuke that I'm the poetess in pursuit of the truth. And my predictions are not based on Donald's fiction. I have a God-given prescription for my addiction. So it's legal, like my words. My words are surely burly, and I wake up early to rebuke and refute. It don't take much to know that poetry and prose is what keeps me on my toes. I thought you knew, but in case you didn't, now you do. Mama Oladeji, our own queen, in the building. Sometimes I don't even go to sleep. 
I stay on top of their ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, keep doing what you do, uh, Baba O. And thank you for all the pieces that you always support us on, DSR, those recitals, presentations. You're always welcome to do so here. Thank you. Thank you for letting me share Muta Baruka. All right. Yeah, stick around, Mama O. Hopefully we can get a speed round in, get some more people up in there. Well, I posted it on my page. You probably got to go get them. You know how they do. You got to go get them. They, they, was, they was here. Yeah. I mean, they just got, they was waiting for the feature. Oh, well, they can tell them they could be the feature. Just come on back. <laughs> Indeed, I got you, Mama O. Thanks for your support. One love. One love. All right, people, you already know that was what we call the mother of poetry, Mama Old Gangster Granny, Empress Wolf over there at Wolf Hours. Uh, I got to look up all her names. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> that's Mama O. Always doing her thing. Veteran. Spoken word artist, poet, always going in. And, uh, yeah, we're going to keep it moving here at DSR all damn day. At DSR Presents All Artists Lining Up. We're supposed to be featuring 410 Hazy. You know? I don't know where our feature is at. Hopefully nothing happened. Hopefully he's uh, still in good health. And uh, hopefully he can still make it in before the broadcast ends. Other than that, we got another artist in the building by the name of Mr. Boston at DSR all damn day. <laughs> What's going on? Who are you? <laughs> Y'all brought me at the wrong time with this shit going on in Boston. We ran them racist motherfuckers out of here today. You hear me? <laughs> We ran them out. They was asking for a police escort to get out of this city. Really? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, they asked for a police. Look, our mayor gave them a permit and told their ass, y'all got two hours to say what the fuck y'all going to say, and y'all need to get the fuck up out of my city because I ain't going to violate your First Amendment rights. And, and told the motherfuckers that if they bring any motherfucking sticks, bottles, backpacks, anything, they're going to immediately shut their ass down. Them motherfuckers got on the damn podium, and they couldn't say shit. Black Lives Matter opened up and drowned them out. The, the, the white people who support Black Lives Matter drowned them out. Their message didn't go no damn where. They asked for a police escort out of the city, and we ran their ass up out of here. God damn it. Uh, That's what we did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what we did. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm going to say this. Uh, the chat room mama over there says she's proud of Boston, you know, for doing what they do over there. Over there. I mean, we ain't having it here. She's, we ain't she's, having she's it. doing that, man. Yeah. We ain't having it here. We're not going to have it. We're not going to stand by. I, let me tell you, our mayor is 40. Three, I think he is forty-three, and all of our, all of our city councils and stuff like that are millenniums. 
you know, and we're not having it. We're not going to have it, you know. You come in this city, you come with that racist shit, we're going to blow you out of this city. Even if we have to send you out on a stretcher, I'm blowing you out of the city. We ain't going for it. We ain't having it, period. Hey, there it is. There it is. Well, Mr. B, you already know uh, I value you as a DSR member at DSR all damn day. But, uh, you know, I got to ask you this question, man. Okay. And that question tonight is for the subject matter, what kind of music sustains you? Jazz. I like Hugh Masakela, Ronnie Laws, Bobby Humphrey. You know, that, that music that sets you back down on that couch or you can kick your feet up with a ice-cold drink or a hot tea or with your woman, and you sit back, close your eyes, and just groove to that move. You know what I'm saying? Make your body just do everything that it needs to do, man. Just vibe with it. You know what I'm saying? Where you can just put your arms around your woman and just uh, kiss her on the ear and bite her earlobe, and that music just take you on into the, to your sweet dreams that you always dreamed about. You know, that that place that brings you up above that water and takes you back down in that water at the same time. You know, and until you at the end, breathe. That's what sets me afire. All right then, all right, man. Hey, I like the uh the description you gave there, man. That was <laughs> detail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my groove, man. I got sixteen more weeks before I graduate, man. <laughs> That's a very good graduation. Yeah, man, I've been, this is a long time coming, man, four years, man, long time coming, man, you know, it's a rough and tough, man, you know, a lot of work, you know, a lot of work, you know, but I understand it, man, you know, that nothing comes easy, you know, if it's just given to you, man, you have to go out and search, put effort into it, man, you know, and and, and the effort that you put into what you want to do is the, is the return is going to be worth the effort that you did it with, you know. So I'm just I'm 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 about to hit sixty, man, and I'm still loving life, man. You know what I'm saying? I feel thirty, but I'm sixty. You're getting ready to hit sixty, so I'm loving life the way I love it, man. You know what I'm saying? I see it in different eyes than most people see it. You know, because a lot of people ain't been where I've been, and a lot of people ain't walked in my boots. But I try to give that. I try to express that and give that back to the masses on a daily basis. You know, so they can see this life ain't easy. It's not easy. And until you take yourself completely out of the of the center of that of the life that we live in and tend to your inner being, you'll find that life gets so much better. Because you can't worry about trying to make the world happy and you can't worry about making other people happy. You gotta make yourself happy. You're accountable and responsible for your own happiness. Period. Hey, there it is. There it is. Hey, man, I want to say, uh, I mean, hopefully when I make it to that age, I want to feel the same way, man. You know? You will be. You, you, it, 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 let me just tell you this, Kane. Whatever you do in life, put effort into it. Because the more effort you put into it, the greater the reward. You feel me? And the greatest, one of the greatest Gifts that you can give a person is become a helper. And when I say helper, I mean give from your heart. Walk that 
old lady across the street that stuck at the light trying to get through traffic, carried somebody's groceries out to the car, you know, open the door for somebody. That's the greatest gift you can receive, man, is being a helper. And I understand it to its core, you know, because you don't get your rewards in this life. You feel me? Your just rewards come when you long go. That's the bottom line. Definitely something to think about, man. Mm. Man, you get kind of deep over here, man. You need to get back <laughs> to the subject on the show and all that. <laughs> He's derailing the whole damn show here. Yeah, but anyway, uh, Mr. B, I know you brought something to the DSR mic here. You know how we do over here. This is our network, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're going to leave me? Oh, shoot. Okay, I'll do something. I ain't got my screen up, so I'll do something. (sighs) My friend, they don't care if you're an individualist, a leftist, a rightist, a shithead, or a snake. They will try to exploit you, absorb you, confide you, disconnect you, isolate you, or kill you, and you will disappear in your own rage, into your own insanity into your own poverty, and into the word and phrase and slogan and cartoon and then the ashes. The ruling class will tell you that there is no ruling class as they organize the liberal supporters into white supremacists, lynch mobs, organize their children into Ku Klux Klan gangs, organize their police into killer cops, organize their propaganda into a device of ossify us with angel dust, preoccupy us in the Western symbols and African hairstyles, inoculate us with hate, institutionalize us with ignorance, hypnotize us with monotonous sound design to make us invade and revade reality and stop our lives away, and we program to self-destruct. Ooh, do you get it now? To the fragments, to get buried under covert intelligence operations of unintelligent committees imposed toward death, and there it is. The enemies posting their penises between oil wells at the Pentagon. The bulldozers leaping into demolition dances, the old folks dying of starvation. The informers wearing out shoes looking for crumbs, the life blood of the earth almost dead in the greedy mouth of imperialism. And my friend, they don't care if you're an individualist, a leftist, a rightist, a shithead, or a snake. They will spray you with the visors of legionary disease, fill your nostrils with the swine flu in their arrogance, stuff your body into a tampon of toxic shock syndrome. Try to pump all the resources of the world into their own veins and fly off into the wild blue yonder to pollute another planet. And if we don't fight, if we don't resist, if we don't organize and unify and get the power to control our own lives, then we will wear the exaggerated look of captivity, the stylized look of submission, the bizarre look of suicide, the dehumanized look of fear and decomposed life of repression forever and ever and ever. And there it is. Since my skin isn't light enough, my life does not matter. But to believe that I can be nothing is to say that faith has no faith. 
For as long as I am the holder of my destiny, oppression shall not be part of my manifestation. Yet you kick me when I can't pick myself up, and still I reach beyond the suppressed. As in the time, white does not rule supreme. The simple fact that I'm strong and a black man is not the problem. The mere austerity is what tries to control me. It tells me I'm worthless, whether I'm worthy and try so hard to shatter me. But still I stare into it hoping that answers arise and as I realize that my mirror's image won't change. I take a stand against myself and look forward towards another day. And that's Mr. Boston from DSR all day in the city of Boston, Massachusetts. Hold up. Some white dude 
call you out of your name. You know what I'm saying? I, it happened to me a couple of times. You know, but after the 9/11 and the and the, and the Boston Marathon bombing, man, this city unified so tight, man, that they're not going for that racist shit no more. They're not going for it at all. We elected new people. We elected young people to run our city. That that's in touch with what's going on in our city and the whole atmosphere, the whole climate. You know, it just changed. It changed. We're not accepting that bullshit no more. Period. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, man. And uh, hey, man. Well, for the chat rooms, they saying great job to you, man. Uh, what you did over there in Boston, and also for that piece, man. That was that shit was awesome, man. <laughs> you know, I'm still, old. I'm still friends. I'm still. Hey, you know, I'm, 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 I'm just appalled because I was, I was ready for the fact that what happened in Virginia could possibly happen in Boston. I was ready. I was geared up. I was ready, you know, because if it had jumped off here and one of them came my way, he'd have been in the morgue right now, for real, you know. So I was geared up for it, you know. And they got it. They got they they got something going down. They got some uh, a rally going down in Texas too, right now. So you know, I'm just following the I'm just following the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I I do agree with all of the Mayors and states are, want to take down that Confederate bullshit because that's what keeps them goddamn white supremacists raging like they're doing because they have something that it's their beacon that they they keep bringing up the rage with, you know. And then they, this this stuff happened years ago, and you still promulgating it in today's society. We just ain't gonna go for that shit no more. Period. Exactly, and we need to get that. Uh... We need to get that fool out of office, too. He uh, provoking their asses to do all this stuff. Hey, you know what? Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to mark my words. Mark my words. Within the next year, Trump is going to be gone. And one of the main reasons why he's going to be gone is if we don't have a national security policy with other countries, and we don't have a foreign policy that's strong with other countries. And when you get to that point, when you get to that point where you don't have a strong national security with other countries and you don't have a, a foreign policy with these countries and the countries, other countries don't trust you, well, then you got to go because if you don't have those two, two policies in place, you can't run the military, period. Yeah, well, he doesn't have it. I mean, he doesn't have the brains. I feel like a five-year-old can run the country better than his dumbass. Well, but, uh, I, there was a, well, a well-known psychologist said that Donald Trump is mentally ill. Yeah, he mentally something. <laughs> He's <laughs> fucked up. He's <laughs> fucked up. He's yeah. fucked up, for real. You know. So. Real talk, it man. is what it is. It uh, is what it is. Yes, sir. Real talk here, though, Mr. B. I want to thank you for everything that you told us was going down over there in Boston. <laughs> Peace you did, man. I mean, damn, yeah. If we were asleep, we weighed woke like crazy now. <laughs> if you if, if you sleep, you missed it. 
Yeah. You know, if you sleep, you missed it. You know what I'm saying? You might not hear it like that again. <laughs> that was just off the top. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's that's off the chain over there, man. Yeah, yeah. So I got to get back to doing some stuff, man. Oh, by the way, uh, I just want to tell everybody I posted the um, the the 19-page essay I did on Fruitville Station. And I finally got the grade back today. I got a 95.50 on the Fruitville Station thesis. Wow. Yeah, I saw that movie, man. Yeah, I did a thesis on it, you know. I did a thesis that it had to deal with education, health, and Black people during that time, you know, it ended up being 19 pages, seven pages over what was required. But, you know, I had to put my whole take in on that. You know what I'm saying? So I had to do what I had to do. It is what it is. All right, man, I'm out of here. All right. Well, one more thing before you go. I'm going to just say this, uh, Mr. B, thanks for all what you do. And uh, know your next broadcast, you're going to be featuring – the unnamed lyricist. Huh? There it is, Really? Man. Really? Yes, sir. You I already talked to her. Hopefully, she's still on standby. We're going to try to get that confirmed or whatnot, but that's what's going to be in the works. Oh, my goodness. That's You know that's my baby sister. You know that, right? Yeah, I already know you connected to her, man. Uh, yeah. That's my baby right there. Ooh, we we finna have some fun for real. Ooh, <laughs> we. Oh my goodness! All right. Okay. Yes, okay. sir. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, for calling in on your busy schedule. Man, you know what? I try to make it a point, man. You know, to support this. This, you know, DSR is my lifeblood, man. You know, I have. People in our and in, in the SR that supports me 100. People pick up the phone and call me, and people pick up the phone and say, "Hey, Mr. B, what's going on?" You know what I'm saying? Just let me, let, you know, they just want to know if I'm alive, and, that, and that's cool. You pick up the phone for one minute and say, "Hey," and they hang up if you want to. I'm cool with that. You know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We appreciate you at DSR as up as well, man. All damn day. Yeah, you know that all damn day. DSR feature full purpose pen with your host, Mr. Boston, next Sunday night. Y'all make sure y'all step through at 8.30 and be there on time and be prompted to spit that shit that come out of your brain off your tongue and roll out like water. And so I can catch you with my chopsticks and revert back to it and bring it back to you and show you it is what it is. DSR all damn day. <laughs> sure, man. Hey, appreciate you, man. Uh, if you can, uh, you know, hang up and call back, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll be back in about fifteen. All right, cool. I'll be looking for you. All right, cool. All right, All right people. That was the one and only DSR Zone, Mister Boston. Catch you next Sunday. 8.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern at DSR Presents Full Purpose Pens. Hopefully we'll get the unnamed lyricist in the building as our next DSR feature. All right. Now, 
Next on the call, we got the one and only Dark Joy Child. Go, baby. Hey. How y'all doing? Hey, we good. We good. I mean, uh, we were supposed to have a feature. I don't know what happened to him, but uh, it is what it is, like Mr. B said. Hey, it's you know, it's all good. I know I was late for my feature, so hopefully he shows up, or if he's not coming, that, you know, he's all right, that he's okay. Uh, I didn't recognize the name, the, the rapper. I uh, yeah, that's 410 Hazy. Oh. Oh, I think I do. Is that Black Rose's brother? Uh, no, no. This is actually uh, a previous DSR feature. He's been on here before. Okay. Well, I'm so sorry he missed a chance for us to celebrate him. Right on. You know, maybe yeah. next time. I would yeah, like to is. celebrate Mr. Boston for what he hit the energy that he's got going with um, being so close to finishing school and what's going down in Boston right now. Right on to him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Much respect, Mr. B. And, I'd like uh, to shout out Joe, the verbal mind dancer, who's on the line with me. Oh, okay. Oh, shout he's out at work, so Mr. he's Mind got it kind of muted. <laughs> yeah, well, I was muted. Hey, Kane, what's going on, brother? Hey, Phil, what's up, baby? What? Uh, hey, what's going on, man? Hey, thanks for tuning in. Hey, man, it's you know, a pleasure, man. You know, uh, I had stopped pouring down rain a few minutes ago, so I'm dealing with some stuff right now. But, uh, you know, I'm listening in, man, so I'm going to go ahead and mute myself and let Sylvia do her thing. Yeah. All right. Bye. All right. Well, uh, Miss Dark Joy Child, are you ready for that subject matter question? I am ready. All right. So uh, the question of the night is: What kind of music sustains you? You know, I'm a baseline junkie. I am. Addicted to a funky bass line. I, I throw in some drums, and really all you need is a, a really good voice, Joe. <laughs> but blues, jazz, R&B, rock, anything, anything, the drums call me. And to me, the drums are not just drums. They're, they're bass lines. And so I'm always called by the drum and bass. So a funky bass line, wherever I find it, um, throwing some good drums, and it soothes me. It 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 pops those things in my back that get out of whack. It sets my nerves right. Um, I could sing to just an upright bass and make my own melodies. Um, yeah. I'm I'm a baseline junkie. I'd have to say something with a funky bass. <laughs> <laughs> a baseline junkie. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> That's interesting. All right. I mean, we all have our own preference. I mean, if we was all the same, I mean, I think we 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 would be uh, we all be boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were you saying, Joe? I was going to say, you might want to rephrase baseline junkie. What does that mean? 
uh, baseline junkie? No, I think that people will take it to mean free base, but I like the word play in it, so I think I'll leave it. <laughs> Works for me. Do you think? Hey, I ain't saying nothing. I'm not saying nothing, man. But, <laughs> you know, for Miss Dark, Dark Joy Chow. Yes, sir. I know you got something for the DSR mic tonight, and whenever you're ready, it's your mic. <clears throat> when? When would it be the right time to make your, strug- your struggle? Let me start over. When? When will it be the right time to make your struggle be a means to an end and not the way and means till the end? When will we rise from the pyre of our expectations of life and reveal ourselves more capable of subduing all that stands between us and destiny? For it is we who were foretold to set the destiny of all mankind. And why do we insist in believing that there is something that someone somewhere else needs to do before we ourselves can begin the uniquely assigned task ahead of us. And what will it take for us to know, knowing that we are ready to take up with purposeful actions the journey we've prepared for generations to take? When? Queens. Queens is not a place in New York with good pizza nor is it a, just a collection of flamboyantly gay men. When addressed in the plural, its meaning is kaleidoscopic. And like diamonds prismatically transmitted are the keys to all the universe in a simple, I see you, sis. I see you too, sis. No inclination to the other dismiss more intimate than a first kiss watching women show love without agendas, having no intent to accept and support and befriend you. Networking to behold more than one at a time is either the stage for a coup or vortex of female power made more powerful exponentially. We each made more strong as we support and are supported by self-realized women who see the same in you. Success is not the measure of possession so much as it is the possession of measures with which to discern with more than a wing and a prayer or a truth or a dare, or perfectly coiffed hair, queens. Unite. Unite your expectations and your exertions to your purpose. Let even your random actions default your good. Merge what you are willing to do with what you have the means to. Collaborate in principle and execution while being guided by common vision and purpose. Organize your thoughts while purposefully expecting the same from those you work with. Uniformity, inflexibility, and sameness are not the building blocks of success, so remember to treat each disagreement as an opportunity to grow and not an attack on your state of progress. By first integrating the various moving parts of our own persons, we begin the process of connecting with the world around us. To be possessed enough with responsibility that you include the needs of those you would see represented, done so to the best of your ability to do so. That your life and what you believe it represents now and in future hindsight is worth your every effort to use it for that most good, 
starting with yourself. Know that we're, we were meant to see it through. Now rock that crown, queen. Unite. Nothing. The absence of obstacle is overrated. Our own reflection, we're taught to hate it. Being fed lies of no real substance by the soulless sheep among us. Reality shames this virtual reality. That weapon formed to, to defeat us will never be. Nothing compares to you. Is. Be present in your present. Stand firm in now. Truth stands tall. Truth stands tall and just is. Impossible. This is not in our vocab. Need some defeatist rehab. What we set our minds to, we can pull to view. When queens work together, there is nothing we can't do. The first word of each stanza is, when queens unite, nothing is impossible in peace. Well, wow, right there, uh, Miss Dark Joy Child. Uh, yeah, well, that piece was uh, really interesting. I mean, you uh, you were speaking a lot of truth in the message, talking about networking, coming together, and uh, that was really inspirational. I mean, <laughs> you were talking about business and the human condition all together. That was a clever mix. Thank yeah. you. Very interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. But uh, other than that, I mean, uh, what's going on over there in your neck of the woods, uh, Miss Dark Joy Child? I have my first book in my hands, The Proof, and uh, I am... I am loving this moment in my life. I'm loving this moment in my life. I can't keep eyeliner on because I just tear up so much. Um, I spent a good portion of today online addressing friends I've had for a long time because the question came up whether or not it might not be a better solution to keep the statues up so that they we don't forget the past, so that we don't forget the evils that and and thus we don't doom ourselves to repeat them and i gave myself a stress headache trying to argue this with people i've known for a long time i didn't think i would have to educate them on how fucking racist that is and i also listened to some tracks from the love of my life and i don't know if you know what it means to be so in love with someone that to hear their voice in your ear hole, to hear it, can cure a headache. I listened to him until I fell asleep from a stress. I had a stress headache, and when the pain of that migraine got low enough for me to lay down, I had those earbuds in my ears listening to his voice, uh, Thelonious in My Loneliness, a piece that he does, that's his love, and knocked right out. Your butt's still in my ear. Cat curled up. <laughs> oh, my God. I needed, I couldn't talk to him because he was at work, but I had him in my head. He's always in my head. You're like a cool breeze 
on a summer's day. I love you so much, Joe. I can't even tell you. So I have had an up and down day. I published my first book, and it will be for sale soon. Uh, tomorrow I find out if I won Rising Star of the Year female in the Gansbo Awards. Again, I'm grateful, everyone that voted for me. Next Wednesday, I will be hosting the show with Epiphany Radio, and I've lit a fire in the studio, and I'm everybody to get off their ass, and we're going to get back to work over there at Epiphany. Um, uh, I'm dropping a show, and I want everybody to bring their hot pieces to um, Spontaneous Combustion, Drop It Like It's Hot, the show I'm hosting Wednesday night. I'll drop a flyer on you guys. Uh, for the most part, bring your hot pieces. I'm back in the saddle, and I'll be regularly hosting my show again. Um, and you have until tomorrow to drop your piece on on a, a, a BPC Poetry Fest. If you plan on submitting to find out to become a feature or, or a performer for Poetry Fest next year, the deadline is tomorrow to drop that piece. And so everybody, I'm asking everybody, you know, you included, send a track. And if you do it, then you've got a year to save the money and practice not reading it and do it. And that's what's going on with me. What's up with you, Kane Spade? Well, first I wanted to say, and that's that piece. You, know, uh, you said a mouthful. <laughs> Notice uh, you kind of snuck a, a a sudden peace all of a sudden when you was talking about Joe. I heard you singing. I was like, wait a minute, she's sneaking in a second piece? But, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, what's going on with me? I need to stop my slack. And, you know, I kept t- uh, telling uh, Mr. B over there because we talked about, uh, you know, he t- always tell me about uh, his college situation. And I need to do the same. I told him, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to take some business courses, you know. So I'm going to sign up for business management, and I'm going to sign up for business marketing. I'm a major in those two fields. That's going to be my accomplishment. And I'm going to keep taking it to the next level. May I ask you a question? Go ahead. How are you at managing money? Managing money. I say I'm better now at managing money than I am in the past. Well, in the past, I wasn't bad either. I I just listened to some family members I should have ignored. (laughs) 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 So, If there is one business class that I wish, I took business law and a lot of other business classes and ran out of money. I should have taken business finance first mm-hmm. if I had it to do over. I, and I do have it to – I don't even have to do it over because I have so many college credits now. I actually am in a good position to finish my bachelor's degree and move on to my master's degree in a short amount of time. Take a business finance class first. It will help you manage your personal finances and any endeavor – before you even start your own business endeavor, 
you could offer that as a service to someone else with the business because most people who have businesses know how to do what they know how to do, but they don't know how to manage the money. That's definitely something to think about. Yep. It's a service that you could offer in the community as it stands, not even managing their own money, just showing them how to manage it or manage it for them. However, but that's something I wish I had done, and it's something I'm going to remedy very soon because I had to learn the hard way by losing it all, how to manage my money. I hear you. Well, Ms. Blaylock, I mean, uh, well, damn, I dropped you. Yeah, uh, your birth name. That's all right. <laughs> I meant to say uh, Dark Joy Child. That's uh, all right. Look, Larry Blaylock is my father. Rest in peace, Daddy. I'm not ashamed. Sylvia Blaylock is Dark Joy Child. And if I say some incendiary shit, so be it. <laughs> <laughs> See, you, you may forget what I was about to say. You got me laughing over here. <laughs> Yeah, what I was going to say is, uh, yeah, give us the name of the uh, show that you uh, you said you're going to broadcast next Wednesday. Spontaneous Combustion. It's Spontaneous Combustion. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Wow. I mean, y'all going to have some dancers over there? Are they going to be all ladies, though? Oh, well... (laughs) Yes, there's going to be a lot of ladies. That, that is what I am getting. <laughs> the response I'm getting is that the last time you said this to me, it's nothing but brothers. <laughs> so ladies at, yeah, yeah. I was looking at the lines like, damn, that's odd. He's right. <laughs> so I, it looks like there will be a lot of ladies. <laughs> all right, well, I might have to come to that show and all that, you know. Yeah, we still try to get you unsingled. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, Ms. Blaylock, I want to always thank you for your support. I mean, you are another big DSR supporter and one of my supporters. You know, it's hard to find those, especially in this day and age. You're a good brother. I try to be. You're a good brother. That's, that's real talk. You good brother, Kane. So, yeah, you, you claim that, man. For real. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate that, Joe, man. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, well, let's see what your your uh, your partner in crime got to say. I mean, I know you got something, Mr. My Dancer. Daddy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to drop a little something real quick, man. Uh, I'm going to dig it up because y'all kind of caught me off guard there. I'm just going to listen in. I did kind of. This is one of those rare occasions where he doesn't know he was going to be on a show. Right. <laughs> well, uh, let me ask y'all a question real quick, Mr. My Dancer. Is that you at the uh, the other Maryland right there? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That's not me. That's not me. All right. Real fast, I'm going to say this. Uh if we got 410 Hazy in the building, his star eight on your phone, let me know. It's star eight to raise your hand. If that's you, 410 Hazy. Hit that star okay, eight. So, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and drop this real quick, man. All right. Do your thing, sir. All right. It's called No Vote in D.C. 
Mm. Welcome to the nation's capital, where the taxes are actual. The attire is casual, though there are those in business suits. So astute in the ways of the political machine, so aware of what it means to dangle a carrot on a string. We cast an invisible ballot. Our voice doesn't matter on Capitol Hill. I guess it just makes us feel like we're voting for real. Now, we can still vote for a mayor or the lesser council member players. Say you vote for a bill that gets passed by a landslide appeal. The people have voted, tallies quoted, and duly noted. It just doesn't bode well with the representative's ideas. So that I'm clear, those are the peers we've placed in office. Those are the ones who make these highways and byways and neighborhood lawns with billboards and posts on how they're going to help us along. Am I wrong for thinking this vote thing is supposed to help us when we actually vote for something that may benefit us? They try and change it for some political gain. And in the November rain, when they try to campaign, we're supposed to forget about that little change. We aren't the people. It's all about them. What kind of democracy are we truly living in? Don't make it a vote if you can change your mind whenever. Don't campaign in my city, ever. Take your banners and your flyers to a environmentally friendly dump. You're playing cards with our lives, and we just got trumped. You flat out renege, and that's cheating, you dig. But that's the congressional way, no matter which party is big. You're scared to place on the ballot what the people want. Your political advisors aren't conveying our thoughts. You're more concerned about how to look with the members of your party. Hell, motherfuckers are just retarded. Can't be politically correct for the politically suspect. Vote in D.C., automatic reject. That's my piece. Uh. Mm-hmm. Surprise, motherfucker! Whoa! <laughs> 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 the list of address. Yes, sir. How can I address yes, this? Sir. Yeah, you're hard to drive all laughing, throwing me off, man. But uh, <laughs> I just want to say this. Uh, yeah, you got me cussing in my mind right now, man. You know, I ain't going to say all this. <laughs> Thinking, <laughs> people probably gonna hang up. Like, why is Kane cussing like that? It's the mind dancer. He did that piece. He was talking about all kinds of shit. I mean, middle fingers. I'm gonna blame Mr. Boston for that shit. <laughs> yeah, definitely shout out to Mr. Boston. Man. He handled his business today, man. Like you handled that. your business today, Mr. Boston. Right, uh, Mr. B, yes indeed. Big shout out. Yeah, man. I mean. It is crazy, though, this racism. I mean, I just wanted to say this, this racism stuff, it it needs to stop, though. It does need to stop, you know, against all races. I mean, not just us. I mean, racism, period. You know, I don't even know why it's out there. You know, you even got people talking about uh, Jews, too. They saying the Jews be taking everybody's job or... Some Mexicans be taking their job because they work cheaper. They be going all out. I'm like thinking, well, why don't you focus on your ass, man? You know? There you go. You yeah. keep thinking about everybody else. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, if you, if you want to work for this money, fuck it, go for it. Don't bitch and moan. You know, yeah, you, you don't have, seem to uh, want to be picking the fruits out here in California, but you want to sweat some people who'll do it. Because that little bit of money they'll pay, rather than worrying about 
why they pay Mexicans to do it for less, why don't you worry about why there isn't a living wage? Why aren't we paid without a job, not welfare, paid a living wage, and that the idea of work is to make above that wage? As this country can afford to do it, other countries do it, and it's not welfare. It's not charity. It is what the fuck I'm owed to live here, to work here, to be someone who consumes here. It's how you prime the pump. And instead of worrying about what they pay Mexicans, maybe you should worry about why they don't pay us all. Yeah. And stop looking at welfare. We're going to give you money for a little bit of time, but we're going to regulate how many kids you can have and whether or not your man – don't fucking get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> well, uh, before y'all go here, I'm going to just uh, add this. Y'all made me think about, you know, uh, the city I live in, you know, good old Philadelphia with all their bullshit. They always saying that the city doesn't have any money. But every time you turn on a TV and you watch a few movies, where do they say they're at? Philadelphia. They must be paying Philadelphia, the city, to do their movies here. So where the hell is the money going? We have to build statues. We have to build statues. I'm just saying, though. I mean, it's crazy how many movies I've seen. And they say, hey, we just outside Philadelphia or this and that with Philadelphia. I'm like, what the fuck? Every time I turn around, they're talking about Philly, but we ain't got no damn money. Just like Chicago. Ain't no money for the people. Nope. Yeah, you're damn right. The mayor, he got no damn money. Yeah. Right to the side, he probably got a casino somewhere. Yeah, that's, where the, that's where the money go, man, the higher-ups, man. Yeah. Trickle, yeah. trickle up effect. Yeah, Trump's dumbass, man. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, I want to thank y'all, too, uh, the poetry couple, for coming <laughs> through here, blowing up the airways, and and starting all kinds of shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I appreciate you having me, brother, for real, man. Thank you, man. Mwah. No problem. No problem. Hey, stick around if y'all can. We need mm-hmm. to see if we got somebody up in there. All right. <clears throat> we had the one and only poetry couple up in here, uh, Dark Joy Child and Joe the Verbal My Dancer. Right now we need to screen a caller. Try to see who this is. Caller, can you state your name? <clears throat> hey, what's good, brother? Now, I know this is a 410 Hazy right here. No, nah, this is Brother Rob, the Poet Brown, man. I'm just sitting back listening and enjoying the show, bro. <laughs> man, I thought you was the damn feature, man. <laughs> My bad, homie. My bad. I mean, keep looking. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> nah, I mean, the feature's actually from your area over there. Oh, oh, groovy, man. Was that the last brother that did that joint about um, no vote in D.C.? Uh, no, that was uh, Joe the Verbal Mind Dad. Oh, okay. I was feeling that joint because I'm from D.C. and shit, right? But, um, yeah, man. No, I'm I'm, I'm not him, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I know now, man. But, uh, Brother Rob, man, appreciate you calling it. And, uh, yeah, let me hit you with this question while I got you here, man. 
Okay. Yeah, the uh, the subject matter question tonight is, what kind of music sustains you? I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna say old school hip hop and stuff and whatnot. It kind of gets me there. I was di- I was jamming with some old school hip hop today while I was cleaning up. I was vacuuming and shit, listening to some Big Daddy Kane. Stuff. So, it just makes me mellow, man. It's a groovy thing. And you know, back then the message was there and stuff, man. You know, um, not to be dogging out present day hip hop, but it's just no it's 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 like it's like a seesaw that's broken stuff, man. They gotta put the weights back on the right size and stuff so it's an even balance and whatnot and shit. Where it's not just one track of it, you know what I'm saying? And stuff. But uh hip hop does it for me, old school hip hop and stuff, so. I can understand that, man, because uh the new school, they flip flopping and shit. But uh Yeah, shit hopping. That's what I like to call it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you seen that dude with the uh, the pink braids, man, they need you need to smack his damn self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real brothers need to kick his ass and cut that shit off and stuff. But you know, I ain't driving, I'm just a passenger in this motherfucker and shit. You know. <laughs> there it is. There it is, man. But uh yeah, brother Rob as your mic. In case you want to hit us with a piece or, you know, shout out what y'all doing over there at POET. Um, yeah, I can spit a piece and stuff and whatnot. Um, I know Poet is uh, doing Detroit and stuff. They're doing a little uh, Chicago gift uh, versus Detroit. I've seen some folks from uh, Team at Ease in their circle, too, and stuff. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't swing and shit, you know what I'm saying? But uh, that's what they're doing right now and stuff. And, uh, you know, doing a whole lot of, you know, community things and stuff. I know, um, uh, man, Black Beauty, she's doing a bag drive, you know, to get kids free book bags and supplies and stuff and whatnot. And uh, last week, I was in uh, Brooklyn with uh, Larry and whatnot. We uh we really rocked the joint and stuff, man. But all right, that's too much because you asked me to do one of the two and I'm kind of doing both. All right, check it out. I'm going to do a piece. It's a story. It's a fictional story about racism. It's titled Afraid of Black People. Check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out. 67 years ago, a child was born into this world, blessed with no birth defects, a healthy little baby girl. Her family lived in Georgetown, so of course she was born into wealth. She was taught to judge folks on their financial status, which only means she was never truly taught to think for herself. Now, Georgetown is in Washington, D.C., and as we all know, at one point, D.C. was the murder capital. She believed everything she'd hear and see on the news. She remembered everything she was taught about the poor, so unfortunately, she was afraid of black people. She thought that all young black men were dogs, all young black women were tricks and chicken heads. Everything a black man got, he got through gunfire. Point. Everything a black woman got, she earned it in the bed. If a young black man walked by, she tightened the grip on her purse. If she got, out, got to the checkout lane the same time a black woman did at the convenience store and the cashier helped out the sister, she'd catch an attitude because she figured she should have been helped first. Now, wisdom usually plays a part in one's life as they grow older through time. Had it played a part in her life, she'd realize that black folk ain't a threat to nobody except for their own kind. So one day she was riding on a beltway. She was looking for she was late for an appointment. An accident happened. Of course, it was unexpected. So she decides to look for a shortcut. So she jumped off on the Pennsylvania Avenue southeast exit. So the more and more she drove, she noticed more carryouts. 
more black folk, more liquor stores. She was afraid of black people and her worst nightmare had come to pass. The only thing on her mind was get out the hood and get out fast. She got so scared she began to lose focus. She made a quick left hand turn and black folks started to notice. They started pointing, they started shouting, but getting out was her only mission before she reached the end of the block. Bam! Hit a metro bus. Head-on collision. The seeds of evil had caused this 67-year-old woman so much pain, ignorance, and strife. And the black people that she was taught to be, be afraid of were shouting and pointing because she was speeding the wrong way down a one-way street. They were only trying to save her life. Is there a moral to the story? Of course there is. It's for blacks, whites, youngins, and old folks. Gather around, kids. See, everything ain't for everybody. This is why so many folks easily get misled. Our forefathers and mothers lived and died so we could remove the shackles from our wrists, our ankles, and our necks. It's just that some of us forgot to remove the shackles from our heads. Now, I don't care what nobody think about me, and if you don't know me, the best thing you can do is assume. And any wise individual should know, especially nowadays, that a nigga ain't a nigga until the individual leaves the room. There's no need to fear black people just like there's no need to fear the darkness of night. Because as the scripture says, there's no rich, no poor, no male, no female, no Greek, no Jew, no bond, no free. All are one in Christ. If you still don't understand, my dear sisters and brothers, let us all begin to use common sense and don't judge books by their covers. Brother Rob, peace, 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 peace. Oh, I heard that this Yeah, man, Brother Rob, man, it's been a little while here, man It's always good to hear you, man You know, one of those uh, spoken word artists and poets We got a strong message, man Even with the comedy in it, man You cracked me the hell up (laughs) (laughs) My pleasure, brother, my pleasure, my pleasure my pleasure. I gotta get at you, man. Um, I got a track I've been wanting to um send you and stuff, man. So I get a little bit of airplay and stuff like that and stuff, man. But I mean, you know, go on, get your show on and stuff. My pleasure to be here, brother. Still listening. It's Saturday. I got some pizza. I got some beer and some cigarettes and shit. I'm good. <laughs> well, that's what's up, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Inbox me on Facebook, man. We'll get it done. And uh, you know, appreciate your support always, brother Rock. Yes, sir. My pleasure. Appreciate you having a place for brothers and sisters to get their phone calls. Yes, sir. All right, people. We had the one and only brother Rob, the poet Brown, in the building doing his thing only like he could do it. Peace, 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 peace. Yeah, you know I had to do it. I had to do it. <laughs> All right, next up, we're going to take a music break. But we're going to have uh, Mama O take over and do her thing. Mama O. I'm here. Did you did you um, want me to do it before the music break? Yes, indeed. Okay. Um, I found an a old collab that I was asking Joe that he want to do it for you. Um, uh, can you open up? Dark Joy Chowder asked Joe if he want to do this collab. It's in his box. It's called, um, um, it's called, uh, um, Inhabitant. And it was a collab that we did in, uh, I think 2016. All right. Well, let me open up their mics. 
All right, y'all live here. Hey, hey, uh, Joe, did did you see uh, what I put in your inbox? It's an old collab that we did. I think it'd be uh, good for the day. Yeah, I got, I got it up. I got it up. Okay, well, it's on you then. All right. Okay. Okay, here we go. Uh, I got the feeling deep down some folks think I'm crazy. I try to school them on issues that affect all our lives. I feel like a porcupine with my back full of knives. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm no conspiracy theorist, but there are those contaminating our resources, and folks are not hearing it. I've tried clever lines to open minds. I've tried being straightforward, but all they want are silly rhymes. Time as we know it is about to end quickly. Every soul on earth will soon start looking sickly. I mean, Vicky, don't they watch the news? Most of them have the Internet, but that's not what they choose. They know more about Drake and the mistakes he's made. They care more about famous people than the fact we are losing shade. Trees are dying. Racism is vying for the top spot. Trump is about to start another Plymouth Rock. We're walking around in the dark, chasing the next fad. We fucking being had. It's sad when they don't listen. We try and provide the ammunition, but they think I'm tripping. We're slipping as a people. Can't find help under steeples. Even the church is turning evil into a prophet. Even the prophet can't stop it. And I'm tired as hell. Can I count on you to help me tell this tale? <laughs> Joe, 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 Joe. Like you, I can't say I'm a prophet, but these lines we drop are full of knowledge. I'm afraid the end is inevitable. We can't stop it. What will be will be. And it may be too late. They have wrecked this planet into a deplorable state. There was a responsibility that came with this life. As stewards of this earth, we were given a charge. When the dust has settled and the sun is blocked, we will become extinct as the fossils in the rock. Too many voices silent. Too many ears are closed. Attention not given to the demons at large. This attempt we are making against those who will, whose will is to hurt us won't be heeded at all because they, they, they divert us. The power to correct things is very hard when it could have been easier to preserve and maintain. We could have pleased our creator, but this we did not. With the state of this planet, it may be too late to change our lot. What will be will be the universal creator, I believe, has taken back the power. We can now wait for the countdown of the minutes and the hour. We will all go down and our flesh will burn. The genius and the dunce, the rich and the poor, the wicked and the saint, the faithful and the traitor, the rocket science and the phone operator. The die has been cast and it's back in God's hands. So prepare yourselves for these last days when endangered species and herbs, the water is inconsumable and the air is not clear, when our lungs and our kidneys and our livers are shot, when our sperm and our wounds have been chemically corrupted, when the creator himself with mankind is disgusted. Joe, 
I think we need to prepare and transcend, and hopefully our souls will come back again with a higher mark and a more virtuous mind. Next time, next visit, we won't be so susceptible to those seven deadly sins. He has done it before, and he may do it again. Millions of years from now, as the new world begins, our presence will be acknowledged in fossils and rocks. But I will put this poem in a time capsule, bury it deep with a date and a lock. Joe, as we smile and move on into the next sphere that we'll soon be going to, we will be going and knowing that we dare not sleep. We are not sheep, but we are obedient to the universal laws that we keep. There's not much we can do now but wait. That's all. For the power now flying on the plane without wings, and only the creator knows the outcome of things. I am that I am that I am because he is, and it was in the beginning, and it so shall be in the end. Nice knowing you, Joe. Hope we meet again. Thank you, Joe, for asking me to contribute to this collab, but when I was talking years back, no one was listening. People want to compete because of their conditioning. As for me, I now have a, I now have new intentions. I'm now seeking a new goal. Instead of trying to save this planet, I'm about saving my soul. <laughs> thank you for that piece, John. <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you. Great <laughs> memory. Thank you, please. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> we don't, I think the, the whole DSR train just skipped some tracks and I lost a car. <laughs> Man, don't, oh don't my God, my drink, oh. <laughs> Wow. That, I mean, I, you know, and I forgot all about it. I just looked up on it and just found it when I was looking for something to read for Kane. And I said, wait a minute, Joe is on the line. This poem is dynamite. This is a badass piece right here. And Joe sent it to me, and uh, we, we did it, but we I don't even think we ever got I think we only read it like one time. And it was a while back. Yeah, definitely a while back. But it was the debut. That that was awesome, Joe. That, and this is this is some serious shit. And this is before we knew all of this shit <laughs> going on. Yeah, for real, for real. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I can't believe how easy it, it turned out to be. Um, wow, wow. This is just amazing what poetry can do. And that time capsule, we do need to put this in some kind of bottle, uh, something, even if it's a a, a, a thermos. Thomas Bible put this poem in there and bury it somewhere. <laughs> Indeed. That was definitely a great piece right there. Y'all caught me off guard. I'm uh as mom old earlier, you know, I was just expecting that track and this year was talking about collab with me and Joe. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, all right. You know, I just I just <laughs> found it and I mean I mean the you know, the spirit was on me to ask him, you know, let's show you it for you, you know. Right, right. So, no, I'm just saying, I, just, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it. Okay. Well, you I know? got some diabetes. 
It's a man. Yeah, I, 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 I ain't expecting it either, Kane, but yeah, you know, it definitely worked out, man. Definitely. Oh, yeah. all damn day, baby. <laughs> if you still want some music for the music break, I got some Nyabinga music for you. Um, actually, I just found something because uh, your collaboration actually inspired me to find this track. I never even heard this track before. Okay. All right. And y'all just okay. caused me to find this. So uh, what we're going to do is, uh, you know, after that phenomenal piece, we're going to take this music break, and when we come back, we're going to uh, go out with a bang. With a speed route. We still got oh, people. Right. Okay. I'm a, I'm gonna um turn on the stereo and listen online. Let me get this together. So I'm gonna mute myself and I I'll hear you when you tell me to come back in. And again, mm-hmm. thank you, Joe. It was phenomenal. Thank you, Sylvia, oh, for letting me borrow your baby. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you, Vicky. Thank You're you. so funny. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> All off. Love you. All right, people. So this is what we're going to do here for those who are still listening. You know, shout out to Mama O, shout out to Joe the Verbal Mind Dancer and Dark Joy Child. We're going to go to a music break, and when we come back, we're going to do a speed round. When you hear your phone go unmute, just go in, and then I'll bring up the rear at the end. The last train that's dubbed out on DSR. We're going to keep doing our thing here. It looks like we might have a late caller. I'm not sure. A shout out to that person right there who's supporting us. And, uh, yeah, we're going to keep doing our thing. Yeah, stay tuned, people. Stay tuned. Nobody cares about skin or color when you go stuck in the struggle together. 
back when I was in the military. All I could see is those of my brothers. If we got problems, you think we see color? Hell no, boy, we die for each other. They go to war, then I go to war. That's all there was to it, ain't nothing more. If you got my back, then I got yours. Those are the people I'd rather die for. All of this stuff going on in the country, media been trying to tear us apart. Don't let these fools go blind your vision. All of us still got that love in our heart. Generation got something to gain. No need for the fighting, but that's gonna get you. But definitely suffering, killing the pain. Different skin color, but homie, we brothers. We cannot get it while envy each other. People been through this way back in the day, and they wanted the difference. Talk to your grandmother, your little homies. No, I'm saying the fact. When you get older, just let them know that we ain't with that race bullshit, yo. And you can put that on the radio. You wanna change it, gotta make a statement. It's gonna take some time, but we gon' get it done. New lane, new day, same thing. Gotta spread the word everywhere. Why the hell we still got all this racism? I was well fed, but spiritually was malnourished. 
just before my soul began to cry out. Her presence was the best thing that kept me flourished. I wish I could thank her for the time we shared. Understand that I loved her dearly, and her essence was always cherished. Understand that the love we once shared, I'll do anything to see to it, that it gets refurbished. Just something about her spoke to my heart. She'd be a good wife. The way she treated me as if she helped me bring my dreams to life. I truly value her presence, her very essence. See me focused on my goals to materialize. Just to be with the very one who sees me as her equal as opposed to being idolized. All I can do is keep faith in my heart and pray that things will be getting better. Keep the peace within my soul in this journey of our many adventures. Thus reaching beyond our spiritual peak of our goals and endeavors. Keeping in mind of all my thoughts as I write these thoughtful love letters. Say not a word. Let me spit some fire here. Understand that what I'm spitting out in my head is truly dire, dear. My thoughts about us and our future is something I didn't fear. All my dreams and ambitions are something I've worked throughout my blood, sweat, and tears. See, your presence is a godsend. Got me quoting Bruno Mars. That's what I like. You keep me pushing harder, baby, even when we fight. Looking at you, baby, got me acting like J.J. Evans. You're dynamite, the only queen that I want to come home to at the end of the night. All I can do is keep the faith in my heart and pray that things will be getting better. Seek the peace within my soul in this journey of our many adventures, thus reaching beyond our spiritual peak of our goals and endeavors, keeping in mind all my thoughts as I write these thoughtful love letters. Mind you, as I say this, know that I'm truly speaking from my heart. Again, would have died a quadrillion death before I see us being pulled apart. Besides God, you gave me confidence and lighted my path from the start. And the passion we have, baby, is like a level six Super Saiyan, that shit's off the charts. Loving you gave me confidence in our relationship I potentially did not see. So I'm on this journey of its growth beyond a physical ecstasy. Yes, my dear. I didn't see. Yes, my dear. I appreciate all that you did see things in which I didn't see in me. You combined the unity of my heart and mind as we walk together in our path to eternity. All I can do is keep the faith in my heart and pray that things will be getting better. Seek the peace within my soul in this journey of our many adventures. Thus reaching up spiritual peak of our goals and endeavors, keeping in mind all of my thoughts as I write these thoughtful love letters. In peace, DSR, all damn fucking day. Manifesto Entertainment in the house. Next artist.
It's not a thing you get in a class, no one you can read in a book. Some either have it or they won't, and you know it in the first look. There must be something that's connecting that makes me start to genuflecting, putting on makeup and shoes for late-night sexting, putting on that bitch hat for enforced respecting, body wetting with his foot inspecting, and his poetry forever has me shook. Look, let me tell you about the way the poetry rolled into my life and has the best of me. It's not a secret for those who choose to see that look of satisfaction in the life I lead, one based on love and trust, not greed. Words are letters loosely connected if said when actions are being neglected. Loose lips have a purpose when properly applied. Sipping this good, good keeps those lips occupied. Singing verses in the mic keeps the song playing long until the harmonies hit the bass line crash like a gong. My funky verses you are fingering, tracing sonnets in my inner ring, got me spitting while I'm hollering. Daddy knows how to do that thing. Next artist, Daddy. Ice is as cold as they come, yet they have the same guns as the other ones, the same fun and businesses, the same issues with witnesses. What wishes this to be feared on the streets, near to the beat of the city drums, the city slums? Bravery comes behind the leaders. The leader becomes the deceiver and misleads you. He reads you quotes with hopes of an afterlife, with many wives and taking lives will get you there, but you don't care. It's pussy at the end of the rainbow. Lead flows and your game shows you're the man. Crips are cold places. Faceless souls buried under places unknown. Claiming sections of a city unknown. Trespassers beware. The residents living there are scared. Better not wear red, it said. What's the point of the blood that's been shed? There's no end to the means. There's only... Safety in teams, there's only a few places one can go, it seems. Doubtful of the next day, plotting the next play. With the plan of just take it, every gang acts the same way. Writing on walls, wearing colors, forming a bond like fraternity brothers. The fraternal order of chaos, no plan or just cause. It's just look at me, see how bad I am. And you still playing dues to some other clan. Into the red of blood, the color of thug, the color of rob, rape, and mug, the color of just don't give a fuck, murder and mayhem of homo sapiens, another sectional mindset where only they play in, day in and day out with a few new followers, basically leeches simply mocking you, no goals, no direction, well, except unearned money, and that's the only spit to rearm and impress some honey, it's kind of funny, all that strength you project, it's just to get your dick wet. Every gang on the planet has the same mindset. What's that you claiming? Who you blaming for your misfortune? What kind of earth do you wish to rule? Drug money, blood money, stocks and bonds all ran through Wall Street. That gang with the business suits on. Now, them motherfuckers is bad. They can change your law if you piss them off. Y'all running around here wearing different colors scarves. They got all the money and with the word to make it worthless. Y'all still playing mafia wars with a hen of Scarface. There's nothing wrong that wanting to live alone. That's human nature to interact. 
We all form little gangs, but we don't call it that. Violent behavior, forcing fear in others, knowing damn well you're only doing it for safe cover. Younger and younger every day, every new chapter is the same way. Lost souls caught up in emotional battles, looking for a new way to unravel. Suicide as a way out is in itself inflicted form, has morphed into something else far beyond the norm. Protect and serve. Now ponder these words. This open season and it then in the herd. It's a whole new form. This gang is wearing uniforms, mostly blue, but they got that undercover crew. They blending in just to infiltrate you. Hell, they may even sell a dime or two. They fight crime, and the crime is just being you. They're a powerful force, ran by the government, of course, practically giving us no recourse. Consider the source. Think you got a voice? They silence everyone if you think you got a choice. Hands up, hands down, armed or not. If you're a deeper shade of soul, how you think you'd be found guilty of being black? Next artist. White supremacy, what does it really mean? Supremacy by itself means supreme power, authority, the quality or condition of being supreme, so let some fool just throw white in the beginning of that. But what is supreme about creating hate, becoming a dictator, instigator, causing a race war? I mean... Even I find myself caught up. Do you realize the things you say? Crackers the chinks, spicks the niggas, niggas the niggers. Goombas the squads. I don't know what's more messed up. The fact that human beings in general call each other out their names or the fact I was able to look up all this racist shit one type away from a keyboard. Was it really relevant to keep this on a database? Imagine your kids looking up this information for homework. Is this what you want them to learn? Skinheads, Ku Klux Klan, the white supremacists, you keep talking about being a pure white race. Yet can you really trace your lineage to being as pure as you say. To many of you are mixed with black people, Indians and Chinese, not to mention other races. You are filled with so much anger, yet the reason seems to never exist. So quick to blame your faults in other races, but to me, but do me a favor and shut the fuck up. And it's your own damn self with a closed fist. Look in the mirror before you look to others to diss. And that's always on. Motherfucking DSR. All damn day. Got me cursing. Shit. Next up. God does not hide his God of creation did not send us here without instruction. He did not hide it in books with strange languages. Neither does the God of creation give messages to some 
while leaving others to run amok and look amok. Now you're being God of creation, the omniscient mind. He left clear and unmistakable directions for the people of planet Earth. For those who live in the city and the country as well. For those who can read and for those who cannot. For the rich, for the poor, for the meek and the proud. For the blind and the seen, for the genius and the dying. We are bound chalice for you. Sometimes the scene can't see. And the genius thinks it's all his idea. And he proudly, he proudly ends his God out. The fickle-minded depends totally upon man. While those who are dim hear God's messages more clear, more clear than the hearing. Now you're thinking, where are these instructions, if not in a book, and intended for all? Where is this message? Where is this message? Where does it hide? You claim it's from God. It's that peace that passes understanding from that infinite mind. It is that love and that truth and that soul in the heart and the brain and those lungs that reside inside. The creative wise and the conscious voice that speaks life's breath within your breath. The spirit of God's breath exists inside. I am a burn. The truth of the fire I burn you. The truth of the fire I burn you. The map is in us. We may search and seek that self-talk when we meditate and relate. The pains we feel when we make mistakes. That relief we feel when all goes well. Search yourself. Search yourself. Fire burn. Search yourselves and just keep still. That glow of knowing. The meditation of your heart. That glowing, that knowing that we have none God's will. Our treasures are buried deep within, available to all who are willing to venture inside and take instruction from where our Creator resides. Yarastify! Not everything is in those books. It's only half true. But the whole truth is what's been scrolled inside your soul. Stop searching high and low. Stop searching high and low. Inundated with lies. If you're looking for God, you're ignoring. You're ignoring the epistles. The epistles that are written inside. Fire burn. Let's reason. John, I am. 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 I am
blessed all of us. So we are still alive. But now it's up to us to continue to not just survive. We must thrive. We must save the children. Hear my prayer, O Jah Almighty. When I pray, when I pray, oh
free. Other than that, have a good night and keep doing what y'all do best is right.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.